this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Better hope Chester don't die. You'll hate the next one. I <laughs> fully aware. <laughs> this is this is a threat. After figuring out where Kosawana escaped to, you found out that the numbers on the time and everything referred to a passage and logic of design that had been redacted, and you found it in your notes from the revision history from the Asynchronous Archives. And in that passage, you learned the location of a place called the Cradle of Quartz. Micah's angels look for a pilot to take them deep into the spell-scarred desert. Eleanor and Sykeer are over there at Pilot Square looking for a pilot. Uh, specifically, you're looking for the one that you remembered from your encounter in the Farrah junkyard. Winslow. Farrah Winslow. So you um, see her at the other end of the bar, uh, this dwarven uh, tiefling woman. But convincing the legendary Farrah Winslow won't be easy. We might have one last glorious ride for you. This would be oh. a, a little bit more daring. We need to get to uh, the eastern end of Tentacle Canyon. <coughs> uh, that's in the middle of the Spell Scar Desert. It's past Cloud River Keep. It is. That's dangerous territory. Not many, uh, not many pilots are going to do that these days. Precisely why we spoke to you. It's time to charter a horseless dirigible. Takes off. <laughs> <laughs> After about 20 feet, the horse just goes. <laughs> now. been about eight years you guys yeah we've happy birthday happy birthday wait thank you uh i'm i'm almost ready to go into third grade i don't know uh anyways i don't know how school works i don't remember uh we've played a lot of tabletop rpgs we've played a lot of characters and we've played a lot of classes some of them have been the pinnacle of fun some of them you settle into it's comfortable and it's it's easy enough some of them are just kind of stinkers. Let's talk about those ones. So uh, I'll go first in talking about the character that I probably jived the least with. Um, oh, damn. And it was a decision that I made, too. Yeah, it was. It- <laughs> wow. Woo. Oh. Oh, you're probably not even thinking about the same character I am. Go on. What character are you thinking of, Derek? I don't even remember the character's name. All I remember was Meatball. I was thinking of her, too. Okay. That was all you. Okay. So I had prepared a character for, um, (laughs) for Reign of Winter, and this character did not speak common, because they don't need to up there. They would speak like Irisini or something. No, in Rune Lords, you needed to speak common. I think you may be crossing lines with Reign of Winter. No, Derek. Yeah. I made her for... Reign of Winter. Mm-hmm. Oh. Noom left. And I was like, shit. And then I realized, oh, what do I, what, what character do I play? So I pulled it up and I was like, all right, this is great. And then I realized I did not speak common, but oh. my familiar did. Yeah. Was, so my, was, my shitty little, my shitty little Raven boy yeah. would talk for my character and he would say <laughs> things did. that did not always agree with what she oh. said and she would get agitated Meatball. and she would be Meatball. like, Meatball. That was an interesting episode. It was an interesting episode session. play session. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you had like said, I don't know if this character is going to continue adventuring either the beginning or the end of the last session. Or the beginning of this session or the end of the last one. And the, it pr- proceeded to introduce this character, 
go yeah. up to the haunted house and have yeah. them leave. I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to deal with the in-character consequences of the actions between my character and another party member rather than play this. <laughs> and that's so that fast. was the uh th- that was the decision I made, and that was that was the character I had the least amount of fun with. Can I ask you a question? Can you? It's about at one point in time. Yeah, was Noom your least favorite character? Yes, because I've always had a theory for a long time that you were looking for ways to kill off Noom. Do you know why? Why? Because Noom was made Noom was about made 30 minutes spot. before the session yeah. started, the day we started that campaign, despite weeks of being like, hey, this is when we're going to start it. Here's the player's uh-huh. guide. Uh-huh. I remember this. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the but thing like, is, it happened twice. You, you've made multiple decisions in that game that were like, I don't think they want Noom to live. <laughs> uh, Noom definitely took a long time to grow into. Uh-huh. I wasn't specifically feeling it. And the the reason that I was that, that character, the reason that I was a cleric was because Kat was being an arcanist and I wasn't going to be another spellcaster, uh-huh. uh, at least arcane. So I branched out and I was like, wow, this sucks. Well, so you you're there. saying that I'm to blame. For no. You. I'm just joking. I'm just joking on it. <laughs> and I'm really happy that I actually stuck out with Noom. I'm really glad that I didn't... Sh- change to gosh i have her name somewhere i can the pull it up. the the group it's, dynamic has really gotten yeah it's, it's really started to jive or not it had been driving for a while uh i want to say about halfway through book two at the very no no yeah we got to the end of book two yeah, you got through book two about um it was about halfway through book one i believe we really started to jive well, but meatball happened about a quarter of the way through book two yeah i think her name was boesnia i think you're right that sounds right oh man and uh, what class was Boaz? It was she was um she was a an Ifrit sorcerer. That's right. That's right. Ifrit. I couldn't remember what race, but I I, I uh, had I thought I remembered what class. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that was that was Pathfinder first edition, and that was that was the least amount of fun I had playing a character. Mm. At least of my own decisions. I have been in a group where I didn't like the dynamics, so the uh, character wasn't as much fun, but as far as my fault goes, that was it. That was that. it. That's and fair enough. we very quickly corrected it. Let's see. I'll go next. All right. Um, the thing of it is, is I enjoy playing games like this so much. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a least favorite. <laughs> you sure? Um, <laughs> would, you, would you say the same thing if I made you play Reign of Winter in 4E? <laughs> Well, haven't played that yet. No. Oh boy! Because, because, like, I like playing games like this, and therefore, I'll always enjoy playing it. It's kind of like when we're t- playing video games, and at one point in time, people were like, "I didn't want to interrupt you playing your game. I saw you're playing this." I was like, "You don't understand. I would rather play the crappiest multiplayer <laughs> game with my friends than any single like player Ark. game." Yes. Well, Eric might be the exception to that at this point. Yeah, okay. Because so we've played we've, it so we've much. We've played so much, um, But, like, I, I love every character I've made, and I've usually put a, at least a good, a decent amount of thought to their stuff, so I don't regret ever playing any of them. But if I had to choose one, mm-hmm. there was a group of games that I played with no one here. It was a. Ooh. It was uh, when we uh, had gotten back up with a friend a while back, and they had a server, and they were playing a, a little one e game on their server. Oh, but like oh. Tim Tholomew. Tim, this was Tim Tholomew Earth. 
uh, because Tim Tholomew is my name for my side kineticist that I'm never going to get to play one day. Um, for realsies, this we was We have a, Tim Tholomew art. We do have Tim Tholomew art. We yeah. actually do. But I have Tim Tholomew Earth. I had a Tim Tholomew Air at one point, but I don't know if I really got to mess with them a whole Tim lot. Tim Tholomew Water. But like, the only reason I would choose on this one, choose this character, is because we didn't get to role play much. Mm-hmm. And while I love the kineticist mechanics, it was... The only time I've played this game where it was just gameplay, no role play. And that is not the best way to play this game. It was still fun. Don't get me wrong. But like, it's a role playing game. So you have to have role play and game. Um, that was one E. That was Kineticist. And mm-hmm. I mean, I had Blast, but I suppose if I had to choose a least favorite, it'd be that one. I thought yeah. you would choose the wizard character you made with a D4 hit die that died instantaneously that died almost instantaneously to a dog back in third edition <laughs> nope i had fun with that one sorry <laughs> okay. too much fun uh, now that was listen he only died like that because of just you know some, sibling reactions uh-huh. i said my little wizard runs up to the dog ah and he's like ah you went ah warning the dog of your presence the dog can bite you before you reach it i was like oh uh-huh. Thanks. I, um, Thanks, older brother. <laughs> I, uh, can I make a statement real quick about Boesnia? Oh, no. I don't think that the character was bad. I think that I just did not choose a good way to introduce them, nor mm. did I choose the right setting for them. Mm-hmm. They would have been perfectly fine in Reign of Winter. Oh, yeah. You you had built them for an entirely yeah, different setting. That part of the session played like a uh, celebrity guest star. I know, right? I'm so sorry. On a TV show for exactly like one episode or even half of an episode. I, I wanted so bad to just keep everything going. What's the deal with Boesnia? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, at least we have funny memories from it. Mm, that's mm, right. Yeah. I'm never going to forget Be- Meatball. I've completely forgot Boesnia's actual name for forever. Yeah, but, but Meatball. Meatball, Meatball stuck never in my forget. Head. Meatball is a. F- never forget. Meatball was actually uh, <laughs> the, the, the basis for Mr. Sausage, which was Cetus's ability. <laughs> Mr. Sausage. <laughs> My beloved. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, Kat, was there something that you didn't drive with? And even if your opinion has changed on that. Well, I at first I was going to say I've really not played a lot. But then I realized I've played four different classes in D&D 5e. I've played two different classes in um, Forbidden Lands. One class in The Witcher I stopped counting the classes in Pathfinder 1E mm-hmm. and two classes in Pathfinder 2E. And I did a short stint in um, in a game of Path uh, Starfinder. So I've actually played quite a few classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I can think of, and it, it's probably only because I didn't get to spend a lot of time with these characters, um, and not because I didn't enjoy the game, but I had a cleric and I had a paladin in D&D 5e hmm. and I think that it was namely because I didn't get to spend a lot of time with them but I really just did not jive with the character I built the cleric to heal the party because we had newbies yeah and I feel it, that it just didn't work mm. and it didn't work for me and then yeah the paladin annoyed someone in the party <laughs> and oh, no. that kind of made it unfun to play them um was it like a a, a sudden rivalry Mm, more like the way I played the paladin annoyed them and I didn't know it was going to annoy them. 
Oh, um, that sucks. And then it started to annoy me because it was annoying them. Um, so I don't know. And I think I don't think I disliked the class. It's just I didn't get to spend very long with those characters, so I didn't. Mm-hmm. I have uh, I briefly played a scald once for like a random character, but I actually <laughs> thought that was super fun. It's called. Scald I just didn't get to spend time with them. Oh, I remember mm-hmm. that. That was a good time. Oh man. So Derek, those terrible characters. they were not terrible i was going to put a twist on this because i have played a grand total realistically of two characters three i guess if we count your game drow but that was short-lived no you did like a short stint as giasone too oh that's fair that's very short but like Mm -hmm. really fleshed out like over the course of several sessions Mm -hmm. two characters okay ever Pathfinder first edition. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've yeah. played some Adventures League. I've played some Pathfinder Good Society. I've played some one shots, but I really don't count those too much in this because um, I really just don't have an opinion of them. I just, they were there. Um, and Giasone, like you brought up, was really just a play test. He was, you still gave him personality though. Yeah. Sure, his as personality much as a Witcher was would have. Geralt, but <laughs> uh, specifically TV Geralt. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I tried. Well, you're right. I mean, it, was um, a, it was a clear basis, but you still had was, fun with this it. This was before the television show, so it was actually no, it wasn't. It was after it. Yeah, it was, no, what? He quoted. He quoted. Superman we played it. I had. I had just released my Witcher character for Pathfinder yeah. First Edition. Um, we played it in the beginning of 2020 before COVID. 2020 is not that long ago. Yeah. Damn. Uh, but no, I'm going to put a twist on this and tell you all. Uh, my least favorite of your characters <gasps> that have been in my okay. game. Okay, okay. all right. No, not, th- no. not all together, but in I'm my game my Can we preface by saying, is this because they're bad characters or because they annoy oh, you? Oh, just because they annoy me. Okay, okay good, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh No, 100% because they annoy me. They're probably great characters. It, it could be. Okay, it could be. It could be Kona. And then I'll, I'll, I'll do some... Uh, <laughs> I bet you hate Yura because I have animal companions. I'll and do some Mine's probably Zifa because of the the feet that I chose. I'll, I'll do oh, a little sweet and yeah. salty here and mix in my favorite afterwards so you don't feel terrible. No, no you have to say something you like about no, the no, characters. I, mean, I need you to be to give me the one that your favorite because I uh, will be like sitting here like anxiety. Are it's these all my characters. Are these <laughs> characters, are they going to have to be from games you've DM'd? Yes. Okay, because I would have laughed so hard if you had been like, uh, one Autumn Leaf from Hawthorne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck Autumn Leaf and no, fuck Dane's you character. too. Great. Uh, no, they're killing I'm, your people out there. I'm specifically going to talk about characters no, and games characters great. that I've run that you guys have played. All right. All right. So we'll start with Jacob, who's the most obvious. Yeah. Pavel from Reign of Winter. Uh, Pavel yeah. can suck it. Pavel, Pavel was built shifter. beautifully. All right. Pavel hurts me so deeply on multiple <laughs> levels. And Pavel came after Drinder, who was a fire kineticist in, in Reign of Winter. Campaign. Yeah. After we had already thought that kineticist powered. wasn't that strong, but in fact, it was overpowered. Yeah, we, we, no, no, that was both of our faults. We had read from guides kineticists are not as powerful as wizards. Liars. And, and you know, to, when, instead of saying it like that, they just said, kineticists just aren't, they're, they're not great. Kineticists the are not as crafting, versatile as wizards. They're That's theory right. crafting level 20 builds, which is just ridiculous and, mo- and completely unhelpful. It was, he was 
so strong i had to do work every time to make the game interesting and i thought drinder was going to be it but then no pavel came along and i missed drinder <laughs> oh my and God. i can't tell you how much hey, you anger i feel Drinder about that. back all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna clarify this further pavel's mm-hmm. a shifter who can grapple anything because he has really good grappling stuff and none of the monsters have like buffs to being mm-hmm. uh, defense being from being grappled like hardly ever sometimes high level spellcasters will have freedom of movement that protects them that yeah that's about it and that's now, what, that is the biggest downfall of pavel what level are we in reign of winter oh, currently like 10 13? or 11. uh pavel was built from the ground up to be a grappler and he is a shifter, which means he can wild shape like a druid. And he likes to, to be grapple. a bunch of plants. And shambling mouth. I got a tiger with wings. And <laughs> got a feat called throat cutter, which lets me coup de grace somebody if they're pinned. And I could pin people within one round of combat. So, so be, if I had someone in two rounds, I could kill them. Yeah, yeah. It was awful. And it was so awful. It was a great moment for you. But I had this big monster in book three of Reign of Winter called a Bebelith. And it was awesome. It was going to be terrifying. It's this demon spider and it <laughs> scared the shit out of Drow's character, Lyrianne. And then Pavel came in, turned into a velociraptor with wings. Uh, uh, uh. It was an Allosaurus. Allosaurus with oh, wings. Excuse me, an Allosaurus with rings, grabbed it, pinned it, and killed it in two rounds. Did I, did I coup de gras that thing? Yeah. No, I didn't uh-huh. coup de gras that. I saved that for later. That just got mauled by Pavel. It got destroyed and I felt so... That was I can feel the that salt from that was memory. Coup de gras free. I have coup okay. de gras no more than two or okay. three of your okay. creatures. Time out, time out, time out. Uh-huh. Let's move on. Okay, yes, we have to Well Jacob has here. earns the biggest hatred as far as GM irritation is concerned because Jacob needles his way around the rules more than anyone else. <laughs> uh, but uh favorite character well, what did you say I should do to make it nicer? What favorite you character like or? about that character. Oh, okay. Um, we put I, in work for his backstory. We put in a lot of work for his backstory, and it was really hard to do because of the nature of how Reign of Winter is structured, but it was really good, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. Drow. Oh, boy. Boesnia. There's not much to say that hasn't oh, already well, been said. Easy you, answer. You had already frustrated me with Noom because you didn't build your character till the last 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It was a little salty. And then we do all this work and then Noom's finally integrated the party and then Silas does something disgusting <laughs> for the fifth time, but that's the last straw. And then you want to leave. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Maybe, you know, this character was brushed, come in with a fresh idea and then we get meatball and I'm just like, <laughs> this is going to be so much. And then you're and gone and I have to bring you back. And I was just, I was so done, but it ended up working out really good. Uh, I don't really have anything good to say about Boisna because oh, she was only there for like two hours. Meatball was kind of funny sometimes. Meatball was really funny though. Nah, you got to do something different. Another character? Yeah, yeah. Give us, give us... Like mm, a real irritation or give just... Give us the well, real character. Give, give me a character. Oh, okay. That you hated. Brittany from our Tomb of Annihilation that's, that game. Was okay, if, I, that's if you fair. had to choose one, I was going to think you, go, you were going to go with that one. I didn't like I Brittany, really but that's because Brittany, Brittany Barley. T- tore her part, poor thunder that rumbles ground. <laughs> oh my goodness. In what way? Brittany Barley was like a pink. Okay, you know what? You're right. Bard, Tifling, Brittany pop star. Barley was a bubblegum pink, feral Tifling bard. It was mostly because anytime you would say something, you and Micah would just go off. We were oh, we were twin bars. Minutes. Speaking of Micah, 
you went in with him to build this complex backstory <laughs> only for the moment he gets introduced, you to get amnesia. So you hate each other, but all of a sudden you love him and he hates you. Uh-huh. And you pulled I, that on him. I wanted to That make, was so bad. I wanted to I oh. wanted to tear him apart. And I did. You 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 just derailed so much with that character. Yeah. But But it was fun. She was a good character, had a great accent, and was really a good fit in the party. It was fun to GM for when you weren't derailing us for 30 minutes at a time with your (laughs) stupid amnesia backstory (laughs) plot twist. Okay. Um, She was part of a dynamic bard duo that had a terrible falling out. She was Brittany Barley. Uh, Micah played Cassius Corridor, so they were were Barley and Corridor. (laughs) Yes. Much ado, Hall and Oates. God, this is who I GM for, everybody. This is why I don't play games. It's for all these people. Uh, and Kat, Kat, oh boy, I know you're nervous, but it's going to oh, be no. a complete. No, I'm just like I'm just curious. Oh no, you're not going to be surprised at all. It's Big Kitty. Big Kitty. Big Kitty. <laughs> no, not even a player to, character. You need to do something different. I thought. I thought about it. I've been thinking about it the whole time y'all were talking. I don't make. I tried not to make things difficult. And I couldn't think of a, a character of cats that I disliked, and then I remembered Big Kitty, and I was like, No, that's it. I hate. What about Big Atlas? Kitty. I thought Atlas what was funny. What about Atlas? I thought Atlas was like, yeah. oh, that's quirky, but funny. That's but the whole that's, thing, that's, though. That's the lovingly. I lovingly, know. that's so... I'm sorry, but it's Big Kitty. <laughs> it's Big Kitty. I fucking <laughs> hated Big Kitty. And I, you know, it's funny because we basically Do you hate Timber her, as much as you hated Big Kitty? Timber's fine. Timber, Timber doesn't wasn't as well endowed as Big Kitty. So. Yeah. yeah. I'll make it. I can't Kitty. believe I let that joke go uh, and it just became but, uh, no, all about Big Kitty. And also, I think it's because almost... A, with a Big few Kitty was short times, Big Kitty was treated like another character because he was our frontline fighter. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Kitty was uh, your character in Reign of Winter's animal companion. Uh, your druid. It was basically character number four. Yeah. And he was the, the running joke was he's Big Kitty because he was medium sized cat, but he also had a big dick. Uh-huh. Um, you could see the line in the snow when he walked. <sighs> and that cat tore <laughs> up. <laughs> go and i shouldn't have but it stuck but hey that cat tore up so much in that campaign you got your vengeance on him though mm-hmm. i did and the nice thing Boy, i'll say you about got your vengeance big kitty is that and like genuinely nice he was the fourth character that you guys desperately needed yeah <laughs> especially we desperately in the beginning needed him. and he was very good at it and you took him being uh, killed and raised from the dead in front of you to attack you like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought about it. I legitimately thought about all your characters. And I've, I have genuinely like maybe some more, but all of them are like really good. And none of them have like needled me the way that Jacob's characters in particular have. I'm sorry. Or that um, I'm sorry. some of Drow's character role play moments have like Brittany. <laughs> I big think Kitty, big Kitty got to me. I think I don't min max or needle through the rules and like to play a lot of martial classes. <laughs> so yeah. maybe that helps. I don't know. Hey, yeah. Hey, but big Kitty, out. you hate those animal companions. One name only your least favorite Micah character. Oh, oof. God, they're all so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, least favorite that like irritates me. I don't know. See, like the thing is his his character, Silas, is so irritating and disgusting. But it's it, a like, bit loops around yeah, yeah. to being kind of funny. Like you enjoy hating him. Yeah, I liked his Pokemon character Reign of Win- in Reign of Winter, his little gnome in a Pokeball. That was fun. Mm-hmm. His um, genie. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is it going to be Cassius? Is Cassius. It the, or is it the one that, you know, died by having Silas? Uh, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Rydell. Because okay. Rydell was just Micah being an asshole sometimes ah. in role play <laughs> because he would be he was first big one game in Pathfinder. And whenever like you found out an important NPC's brother had like killed people. Your brother is dead. Your yeah, brother is dead. Your brother is dead. Practiced. <laughs> telling an important NPC that her brother was dead by telling everybody else that their brother was dead. Oh, he was oh. so irritating. Him and then Cassius just not being able to hold on to an accent to save his life. He and tried so Indulging hard. in the role play with yes, Drow. Yes, okay? That's what we do. That is what we do. Micah and I, whenever we interact with each other, we are just two narcissists <laughs> that love talking about ourselves to one another. I had to look forward to that for Skull and Circles. Yeah. <laughs> you better be thankful Mike had a kid. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, this banter's gone on super long. I hope my answers are satisfactory for everybody. I, found oh, yeah. satisfactory. I just got one thing to um, say to you. Mm, Fuck you. Yeah, okay. No, no, so, I, I expected Big Kitty. Dries? Uh, Sorry. Before. You're good. Go. But the star stone was raised. The wizard king's necks and kept ward with one another, scarring the land between them into a devastated, the unstable devastated magic wasteland. Waste. From the glowing ashes of the mana wastes so arose Alkenstar, the city of smog, a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination it in the face of insurmountable odds. On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a nonstop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. I'm impressed that just you made it through that one. Record. Uh, took off the headset. Previously. I took just, off just the headset. Just pre-record it, Derek. Let's be real. I like reading it. It gets me in the mood. Uh, Alrighty. Well, I won't give my opinions on characters in this game because they're all great. Oh. And I love all of them, even the dead one. You better hope Chester don't die. You'll hate the next one. I <laughs> fully aware. <laughs> This is this is a threat. <laughs> Listen, I lived through Drender missing his uh, goal level and and constantly suffered the repercussions anytime we want to play uh, that game. So, yeah, I'm well aware. Pavel, also known as Drender's Revenge. Oh my God! <laughs> let's uh, let's do our recap. Dark Drender. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, when we last left you guys, uh, you finished up exploring Costawana's workshop uh, and you got back after all the clues that you found there. Um, and you found out that the the numbers on the time and everything referred to a passage and logic of design that had been redacted. And you uh, found it in your notes from the revision history uh, from the asynchronous archives. And in that passage, you learned the location of a place called the Cradle of Courts, which may or may not be the name of the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Um, yeah. Never give your players the name of the book, guys. Yeah. <laughs> or you can, and just wait for them to be like, oh, there it is. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. you you learned about this place. Uh, you also found a uh, soulbound automaton uh, named Sweep Up, whose job is to sweep up. Seemed nice. Uh, you gave what him some a beautiful boy. You gave him some legs uh, in want of tank treads and a <sighs> new broom, uh, and you wound him up. Uh, but then you came back. Uh, you talked to Dunsmith about what you had learned and begged her for an airship. 
when told that you can't purchase an airship, uh, you were sent to uh, Pilot Square, um, and I think Eleanor and Sykeer are over there at Pilot Square looking for a pilot. Uh, specifically, you're looking for the one that you remembered from your encounter in the Farrah junkyard, Farrah Winslow. And it seems like you've run into her. Uh, meanwhile, Chester was working on the Clockwork Spies at Kusawana's workshop and was able to get some of the recording um, and get a glimpse of uh, Mugland and the Gilded Gunners and the leader of the Gilded Gunners. Yep. Um, Sabora Shakosa. Mm-hmm, Sabora Shakosa. Um, and you also were wanting to set up a uh, winding station for... Um, That's... That's not immediately necessary. You said you wanted to do it today if you could. Well, I, what it is, is that would be like an ongoing thing, spare time. What I wanted Chester to do was see if Gattleby was in town or leaving town. Not mm. Gattleby, Muglin. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's better. Yeah, but uh, that's where we left off with you guys. Um, why don't we pick up with, uh, I almost said Drow, Sykeer, <laughs> just Drow in the game. You're playing yourself. Uh, no, Sykeer and uh, Eleanor. <laughs> First thing I would like to do is be like, wow, how the fuck did I get here? <laughs> wow, I'm going to die soon. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm not even level one. I'm a commoner. Uh, <laughs> I got to go kill some rats and level up real fast. <laughs> Good luck killing rats, commoner. Yeah, you, <laughs> you're right though. You're right though. <laughs> you guys are in the uh, final prospect inn in Pilot Square, where there's all these like big airships tied up outside, um, and this is where like pilots come. And to kind of set the scene of this area, have any of you, who all here has seen Firefly, the TV series, besides Drow and I've me? Seen a clip or two. Okay, so in Firefly, um, in one of the first episodes, uh, they're like looking for people to like take places um and so there's this kind of like open market with a bunch of spaceships and uh like outside of each one they have like a little stand and like people come up to go travel so what you guys would know and so for, like cabs in new york city but blimps yeah and like so it the what you guys would know living in alkenstar is that uh a lot of the airship travel is often done by like independent pilots and crews that own their own airships, not like flying in modern times where it's big airliner that owns a bunch of ships. Mm. Like there's a guild that exists that does that, but they have to compete with freelance pilots. And so in Pilot Square, there's a bunch of people like that with their ships and like, you know, maybe some of them have contracts and they'll go like take cargo and stuff to and from places but if people are looking to travel you just like have to go find a pilot or pilots can like talk to passengers looking to travel it's like a marketplace more than just like an airport kind of ordeal um so that's what this place the final prospect kind of also helps facilitate plus it's a resting stop uh, whenever you come in here um but let's pick up yeah with um you meeting uh Farrah Winslow so you um see her at the other end of the bar, uh, this dwarven uh, tiefling woman. So if you're coming from other game systems, tiefling is a versatile heritage. So you have your ancestry, which is the same thing as like character race in other games. And then a heritage, which is like where you're from or what kind of anatomy, whatever thing you have going on. So if you're a half-elf human, usually you're human, half-elf heritage. Chester is a human uh, dampire heritage. Yeah. Yep. Um, so... 
tiefling is versatile, so you could be a anything tiefling, basically. Be an orc tiefling. Which is really cool, and it's a much better way to represent I it. I love being different types of tieflings in Azamar. Uh, and on this note, I have some artwork of her oh, before you go up to meet her. Because at the end of the episode, I remember distinctly being upset that you wouldn't post artwork. Here you go. See. This is what she looks like. Oh, she's oh, so cool. That is so I love cool. The, I love the chopped off horn with the oh. the rings of bone, almost like tree a- trunk rings. She's so cool. Aviator jackets. And she's very lean uh, for a she dwarf. She so cool that she has on that nerdy fly helmet with the ear And muffs, she looks cool with and it. And she still looks cool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and her my color beloved. scheme, it's just lovely. She's got like dark, like burgundy colored skin, uh, solid red pupilless eyes and like kind of light red hair. And then, yeah, two thick black horns coming out of one her forehead. Uh, one of them's chopped off and they like bend back over her head. And she has the like World War One pilot's little cap over her. And the little fluffy jacket and everything. But she's got some solid-looking dwarvenish boots. Yeah, she do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's sitting down. You can see at the end of the bar, she has, like, multiple uh, empty mugs around her. And, she, yeah, she's smoking uh, a cigarette. I'd love to go talk to her. How much would a drink be to buy her a drink? That's a great question. Actually, yeah, we should buy her a drink. Yeah, coppers. It's just an ale. Yeah, I'll the say... The thing is, this is a, a more upscale place. Uh, it's not super upscale, so yeah. I'll just say we can uh, hand wave the cost because it'll be on the order of coppers. Okay. Honestly, when I heard this place described, it reminded me of the second part of the Caribbean movie where Mood. you just see Jack sitting in a bar waiting for people to sign up to go crew his ship. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's the same kind of place you'd find a place to ride. Yeah. Okay. Then I will, uh, I will buy her a drink. And I will go sit a respectable distance, but still next to her. Uh, hi there. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to sit on the are, other side. You are Miss Farrah Winslow, I believe. Swarmy. Uh, she takes a big Dumb. drag of the cigarette. <laughs> hey, how can I help you? Uh, I actually just wanted to make a, a, a statement based on the ship that you used to pilot. The Harpy's Kiss? Uh, you say Harpy's Kiss, and she, like, goes from just kind of being relaxed and uh, chill sitting here at the bar, being like, all right, here we go, and then, like, snaps look at you. You know about the Harpy's Kiss, eh? Uh, that was a great ship. We, well... Miss it every day. I met it in the junkyard whilst conversing <laughs> with a few... Uh, met it? <coughs> yes. What? what do you mean, met it? So, I am a Briite, and... Right. Given Did that, you try to fix it or something? It's an no, old ship. But it it missed you to the point that it manifested a little bit of a spirit. A spirit, you say, huh? Mm-hmm. A spirit Always. within the machine. She pauses for a second, like kind of pondering, and then she says, like, I always did have a some sort of special connection with that ship, and I, I felt like I lost someone when it went to the scrap heap. And all I want to say, at least on that, is that it loved and it missed you. Well, th- thanks for the touching story. Uh, but uh, if you don't mind me asking, why, why are you really here, eh? That was actually something that I wanted to say. Uh, being the religion that I am and being the station that I am, I enjoy seeing mortals loving and encouraging machines to the point that they become not exactly sentient, but 
alive in their own right. All right, that checks out, Bri and everything. So you're a fan. Do you want an autograph or something? I... Mm, you know what? Sure. How All much right. would that be? <laughs> ah, it's fine. She just grabs a napkin and signs Farrah Winslow on it. It's almost illegible because it's an autograph. Mm-hmm. Here. I also wanted to know about your about your going rates to uh, charter an expedition. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm kind of uh, been sort of retired recently. Uh, but given the way that that ship loved you, I think that you might be the only one suitable to take us where we need to go. Uh, well, it depends on uh, where you want to go. I still have a ship. Uh, her name is the Second Kiss. Aww. What a name, man. That's a good name. Depends on where you want to go. You know, back in my day, I used to be one of the most daring pilots across the Mana Wastes. I haven't got much high anymore. I'm really trying to retire and just do just do the easy stuff. But wait, where are you headed? We might have one last glorious ride for you. This would be oh? a, a little bit more daring. We need to get to uh, the eastern end of Tentacle Canyon. And, uh, like, she's again drinking something and then... Oh, oh, sorry about that. And I'm Tentacle going to take Canyon. a different napkin and start cleaning up. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's in the middle of the Spell Scar Desert. It's past Cloud River Keep. It is. That's ways out. That's dangerous territory. You're going to need a... You're going to need a daring pilot. Not many, uh, not many pilots are going to do that these days. Precisely why we spoke to you. I don't know if I can do that. I, I'm not sure it's worth the, uh, the time... Uh, time on the money for this. And she uh, she kind of gets up. There's a dartboard, um, like, mm-hmm. really close by. Grab some darts. She's still talking to you. Is she going to challenge us to darts? If she does, if do I this. so want to do it. Do you want to play? She starts, like, just throwing about it. I don't think she says anything to you directly. Would it be athletics or acrobatics? Uh, I, this would be attack? ranged attack. Which is your dex. I got a decent what, dex. Uh, all right. Are you... Are you a fan of gambles, ma'am? Gambles? <laughs> what mm-hmm. do you mean? How about a game of darts? If if you win, we will happily take this this uh, this autograph and leave you with the knowledge that that ship loved you. But if we win, you'll at least try to hear us out a little bit more. All right, I might uh might might uh, agree to those terms. You wanna you wanna play some darts? Eleanor no, perks up a little bit. All right. That's uh, all you, Eleanor. Let's make... <laughs> Looking at Psykeer's electronic hands. <laughs> let's make some uh, ranged attack rolls here. All right, so you guys got to help me out. My ranged attack. Uh, it'll be the same as your rapier, minus one. So it would just be minus the plus one. Yes. Like I have a flintlock pistol, it's plus one. Minus the plus one. Yeah. So they'd be plus 13. That sounds right. Yeah, I'll go for it. The question is, will I pull a cat and roll poorly? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's make some ranged attack rolls. Let's do four rounds. Uh, roll a d20, add your ranged attack modifier. What die should I roll, guys? The d20. Do you want uh, Do you want any of mine? I got good old purple, but that's the one that killed Al. Oh, use the one that killed Al. Y- use the one that yes, killed give me, Al. Yes, give me, give, me, give me the one that killed Al. This one? Yes. All right, you I want can to feel powerful. Uh, it may the not... big red D20. It does love me very much. We'll see what <laughs> happens. <laughs> I have an idea. Let's expand this like even beyond it. 
How about you have Derek's dice, I roll it, and you use the results. <laughs> what do I roll? Your eyes, I guess. Right, I'll roll the clockwork die. Ooh. Ooh. All right, all right, all right. All right. Make it interesting. Now we're gambling at the table. I don't think there's actually a game set for this. I'm just doing ranged attack against the okay. set AC. Actually, we'll just see who, whoever scores. Is this just a roll off? Higher. Yeah. Oh God. I got a natty fourteen. I got a natural six. Aha. <sighs> okay. All right. So uh, f- first round of darts goes. Uh, natural fourteen. What's your total there? That would be a twenty-seven. You hit the bullseye. Ooh. You see Eleanor raise an eyebrow. Uh, and she hits like close to the center, but not on a bullseye. How many Good shots do you have to hit to win a game of darts? Let's say three. We're just doing four. Best uh, of four. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Best of four. Yeah. Uh, which may end in a draw, ironically, but we'll see what happens. Uh, it might be interesting enough to get Farah to be in, you know, willing to listen mm-hmm. to she us. She says, that was a nice shot. Takes another sip. Out in the spell scar, man. It's been years. You know, the weather out there is pretty dangerous. She throws another dart. I got a 99, so a total of 22. I got a 7. For a total of, I think, 23. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. I was wrong. 21. Oh, okay. I won by one. Uh, You get one over the bullseye, and she gets, like, one under, basic. I don't remember the points Mm -hmm. going for darts, but you're you're still in the lead. Uh, Well, Miss Farah, I used to live out in the Spellscar Desert. Lived there until I was a, a grown cat. That's impressive. Impressive you made it this far. It's a dangerous place. Not a lot of pilots would make the run to Cloud Reaver Keep. That's why I got my name back in the day. Uh, she throws again. Oh! oh. I like Big Red. I might steal this from you, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled another six. I rolled a natty 16, so that's a... Jeez! 29? That's another bullseye. All right, all right. Well, I'll be a good sport. I'll be a good sport. <laughs> Eleanor suddenly discovered she's good at darts. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get Cat a jumbo D20 set like mine. All right. You make a convincing argument. But here's the thing. I'm not sure all of you can... Uh, I don't I don't want to fly for just the two people, four people, and give some sort of special tour. Plus, I don't think you could afford it. What are you going to do about a, about passengers? We need to make this worth my while. She throws again. Uh, go ahead and roll again, Cat. We do have a contact. Natty 12. Uh, I got a natural six. Ah! Total of 25. Uh, you got three bullseyes and one near miss. She says, well, goddamn. All right. I'll play ball. Hell, it might be even good to get back in the saddle again. I'll go talk to my crew. Now, you can meet them at the second kiss if you'd like. Uh, Eleanor reaches out to shake hands. And she shakes Excellent her hand. Game. She says, you find me four more passengers besides you guys. We'll call it a deal. Uh, a question for the the mechanics of that. Chester is not there. Is Chester one of those four? No. I did not think so. Or okay. in addition to the party. Okay. All right. Now, it is going to be 50 gold per pop. I won't charge you guys because you won the bet. Oh. But you'll have to get your either pay for the fee of everyone else or get them to pay. It's a deal. All righty. I'll go talk to the crew. I look forward to our travel together. Uh, she gets up and she uh, she leaves. What do you guys do? 
Eleanor just kind of gets a, oh, you can see that she's grinning ear to ear. She got a little excited about that. I need <laughs> I'm to get me to, a new die. I'm going to call after <laughs> Thanks for lending Sarah. me Big Red. Keep it, keep it, keep and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and You want to keep it? <laughs> Actually, yes. Let's see what happens. I go through a whole episode with Big Red. One sec, I'll go mm. grab another die. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. I felt powerful. I want to know. Not the bigger red dice. Derek. Yes. yes. Even bigger red. The power. No, that's a, that's a spin down, Derek. What? It's a spin down. What's a spin down? It means that it goes like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I was just as a joke. I got up to get another dice since uh, Kat is borrowing my big red one, and I got bigger redder, which is like the size of my fist. And when yeah. I roll it, it sounds like this. But does it matter what the numbers are if you just it, roll it good? It, or is it a balance? Oh, I'm not actually going to use it because it rolls like it garbage. Is, it's hard to tell. Okay. Plus it rolls like garbage. I've used it before as a GM and uh, I hated it. And the thing uh. is, if you kind of like shimmy it yeah. to the point where you're like, okay, it should land at least higher-ish. Ah. You, you can game it if you want to. Yeah. Alrighty. I have, I've got the other jumbo die that I like. It's the okay. black one. Okay. Uh, we'll see if it kills anyone. Yep. I, right. I would like to call out after Farah and be like, I can't wait to see what this one thinks of you. Talking about the second kiss. She's pretty good. We've been together a while. Uh, you would know that um, uh, from your previous lore that she's been flying this ship for a number of years as well. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you want to do before we cut back to Chester while you're over here? Uh, I'm going to get a drink. Oh, yeah. Totally get a drink. Are you going to celebrate my win? Okay. Absolutely going to be like phenomenal. Clinking big ass mugs with like overflowing froth. You should know it's probably some of the most fun she's had like in a little while. Yeah. Like character wise, not to not to dampen the moment, mm-hmm. but like she's still in mourning, and she actually like forgot about it for a minute, just having fun with the gamble. So, so here's to a dangerous new adventure. Clink. <laughs> and at that, we'll cut back to Chester. Uh, you've gotten the recordings of these things from the Clockwork Spies. You can take them with you if you'd like. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to do while you're over there? This only took like an hour. Or two. Chester wants to find out whether or not Gattleby and or um, Charcosa are still in town. Gattleby? Dang it, I do it again all the time. Muglin or Charcosa. He wants to find out if they've already left or seem to be planning on leaving. Uh, go and, ahead and do some gather information for me. Uh, that would be society, correct? I believe for me, so. It's normally diplomacy, but you have a skill feat, I believe. Yeah. Uh, gather information or to recall knowledge in a frequented settlement. I've never left this place since the start. Yeah. I frequent it. Um, <laughs> goodness. <laughs> Let me see. That is a thir- uh, 19 on the die. Oh, yeah. For, with a plus 13 for a total of 32. Holy uh, shit. This is not an investigate, is it? Smooth, Jacob. I mean, you're not. You've been <laughs> investigating Kosawana and the Gilded Gunners, right? Yes. So. So would I add my plus one to this? Um, it depends. Not for Muglin, but you would for Charcosa. Well, I mean, because I've... You're yeah, right, because I have Kaswana right now. So, I mean, for Charcosa specifically, it'll be a thir- 33. For Muglin, it'd be a 32. Because <laughs> if we're going to end up running into them looking for Kaswana, Chester would like to know beforehand. 33 and 32? Yep. God damn. Okay, shit. Balls. 
<laughs> ass. ass. Uh, where do you think? Uh, kind of paint me a scene how you want to do this. So here's, it uh, depends on who I go after or if I go after both of them in the same day. Um, Chester, Muglin has to have a registered residence somewhere, more than likely. So Chester would probably check out the area around Muglin's residence, uh, watch for activity preparations for a journey. Um, if he has a registered airship, he might go see if they've been loading that up. For Sharkosa, uh, he'd use his underground connections to find out where the Gilded Gunners regularly hang and once again, watch them, see if it seems like an odd amount of preparation is being made, maybe carts being loaded up or dir horseless dirigibles <laughs> uh, being loaded up or just asking around the people in the areas, you seen Sharkosa leave town? You seen Muglin leave town? Uh, Muglin's got to have a business somewhere. Right, I mean, a legit business to yeah. cover for all his illegal doings. Maybe he checks that out or uh, asks questions or near there. Well, yeah, I'll say between looking around his residence and knowing the kind of digging into maybe where he takes his uh, trips with airships and from what you get about the Gilded Gunners. Oh, he checks Twitter for the guy that always <laughs> keeps up with where Muglin is with his private uh, dirigible. Oh, yeah. Uh, my guy, MVP. Uh, oh Muglin owns the Arkansas social media uh, squawker. Um, well, I'll say for a success for both, uh, you can tell that they're both in town and it doesn't look like they've made any plans to leave. For your critical success, I'll give you something else, uh, but I will not tell you yet. Fair enough. I will just note that uh, Chester got a critical information to be obtained. Yeah. Uh, Jacob won't let you forget that. Uh, you, uh, yeah, you dig around, um, and yeah, you, you watch around some of the places that the Gilded Gunners frequent, and you see a couple of them. It doesn't look like they recognize you at all, which is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, both of them are in town. It doesn't look like they're making hasty plans to leave either. And you'd think if they hit up, um, Kosawana's place a day or two ago before you got there, um, that they would have already vamoosed if they knew something. That's true. That's true. Could I tell if Sharkosa or Muglin are, you said they're still in town. Yes. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, and I'll say uh, one of the effects, minor of your critical success, is you finish this before it gets dark. Ah, cool. Uh, and so after you do this, uh, where do you want to head? I mean, Chester will probably try to meet up with um, Psykeer and Eleanor. At Pilot Square? Uh, or back at the tavern. I mean, if... Yeah, probably back at the tavern. Back at the tavern. I don't think okay. that we should all three be in the same area. Yeah. No. Well, you're going to have to. It's to go just me and Pilot Square. But yeah, but you're now, isn't it? Oh, because we might want to talk yeah. to the. Eleanor might not be known yet. Do we need to talk to the um, crew of the ship before we really take off? I think that we need to just get people. Yeah. So, where do, where do we find four people to run around on a boat? We can ask boat. Phoebe. Mm -hmm. Phoebe, you want to come with? <laughs> we could get Phoebe. Gallaby. We could get her. <laughs> We could get Gattleby. We could the get dog, uh, man. dog man. Not the dog man. <laughs> Hug man. We could get. We could get sweep up. Oh, sweep up slick. If we get him to drink a potion. And the boy. And the boy. Uh, we um, gotta go back and find. Um, we need to go back and uh, find jambalaya. the kid. Jambalaya. The Fuck kid you. from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we sent him to. We sent him to the farm. No, he's still living in the. You mean Opal? Place. Yeah, we gotta go oh, back and Opal. find Opal. No, I don't trust Opal. <laughs> Me neither. Okay, Opal, I think would be like, wow, this is great. We're so high up. Boom. We'll invite Glass, not Glass. 
Glass, uh, yeah, I like glass. We're gonna go and talk to glass. Hey, you feel like going on a dangerous place? <laughs> Honestly? No, let's go get Gomak to come with us. Gomak, Glaz, the monkey goblin. That's Glaz. No. Oh, Glaz is, no. They're, they're Lord Glass and Glass. Lord Glass and Glass. Their right. names are too Glass similar. and Glass. <laughs> that would be horrible. Oh, yes. Three. Let's go talk to the powder <laughs> yes. keg punks. Three goblins and a child. To <laughs> <laughs> see Farrah Winslow. <laughs> no. <laughs> Honestly though having glass with us if we could extend that as like (laughs) hey no hard feelings you want to go on a sick ass trip and explode some dangerous shit it's like could you imagine having glass fighting on your side with that armor do you suggest that chester what i will go talk to glass no we can't trust glass no we can't do that. Unless. I will go talk to Glass. I will do it. As a passenger? As a passenger. As a passenger. <laughs> I mean, like... No. You can if you want no. to. No. <laughs> but why would he want to go <laughs> on a trip? No. You know? To explode shit. Has he ever been in an airship? <laughs> do you really want a guy who loves exploding shit on a airship way up in okay. the sky. There will no. be a whole bunch of shit on the ground to explode. No, no, we won't go the talk thing is, to Glass. Okay, okay. I know, we want to talk to him again because he's fine. <sighs> what was that real for? You're right. Nothing. Alright, <laughs> sure. Uh, okay, so we'll, 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 we'll talk to Phoebe, see if we can actually get this funded ourselves yeah. before we, uh, funded by her, before we have to, like, put in money Recruit ourselves. people. Yeah, so... Baby first. Well, uh, I mean, it's like here, what you would know is that basically what Winslow is telling you, because again, imagine the scene from Firefly opener. Mm-hmm. In Pilot Square, there's tons of people looking to travel. The thing is, who's going to want to travel to there? Tentacle Canyon. Unless they're going to airdrop somewhere else. Well, what she said is it was past Cloud Reaver Keep. Okay, so we need people on Cloud, Cloud Reaver Keep. That's a good call. Let's fucking do that. Let's Cloud do Reaver this. Keep, and this is something your characters would know just kind of geo- geographically, is like the easternmost border of Alkenstar and the Manor, Manor mm-hmm. Waste. Manor Waste. Um, and Jeez. past that is the place you're going to. So what we would be dropping off the passengers at Cloud Reaver Keep and then we would keep flying towards the Cradle of Quartz? Or are we trying to get a ride to Cloud Reaver Keep? Yeah, you would... We're going to go to the Tentacle Canyon thing. You would go wherever as close as you can, put down, get off the airship. Okay, That cool. kind of thing. Because I was to say, because Cloud Reaver Keep is still 180 miles from the canyon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay, cool, cool. So we have to find passengers who want to go to Cloud place. Reaver Keep, okay. Yeah. Uh, so... Should we ask if Phoebe wants to come still, or are we just going to get people? We'll just ask Phoebe if she has any idea who else want, who would want to go. Maybe she knows someone who wants a ride. Push comes to shove. We just, you know, start recruiting. go to the pilot area and be like, like anybody hey, going to Cloud River Keep? We'll pay for you. <laughs> I don't know. We, I want that armor room, Jacob. I, okay, no, no, no. Phoebe so, will pay for us. Yeah. Oh, if Phoebe pays, sure. Yes. I'm getting that armor room. Yes. Maybe we could do it at a discount and have her cover like a quarter of it. <laughs> No, I mean, she'll pay for all of it. We're funded by the Duchess. The thing is, that's a whole... That's a lot of money. We're funded by the Duchess. That is sketch. Saying, hey, you want to go to Cloud River Keep for For free? free? Offering a discount would be less weird. 
Uh, but yes, we want to go speak to Phoebe. All right. All right. Uh, Don't you... mind us while we plan. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, Psychir will inform Phoebe of what happened. So, we uh, we discussed with Farah and made arrangements. We Fa- will need Farah. Farah Winslow. Oh, you found pilot her. Pilot of the Second Kiss. Oh, I we she... play dots. Oh, really? Oh, and That's you incredible. kicked her ass. Oh, goddamn! I didn't know it was so good. Uh, make a note I not to let no, you play against I me. I had no doubt. Uh, well, that's impressive. I, I thought she had retired from uh, anything, but just kind of but a big dart hanging out the final prospect. You're right, though. Uh, well, that's great. So uh, mm-hmm. I guess you guys so, are heading out tomorrow for that, then. Wait, we need more passengers. Okay, she total uh, four more. Four people with each of them paying a fifty gold piece uh, coverage fee. She wanted more money for the job. I see, and I guess that's why you come back to me. Mm-hmm. Well, don't we... you think it might be suspicious if you try to cover everyone who wants to join? I mean, I get it, getting people to go on a trip. Uh, I'm assuming she's doing the now run you to see, Cloud that's Reaver. that's what I said. Yes. Yeah, well... We could go just say, hey, is anybody else going to Cloud Reaver? We can all share this one ship if you're okay with the time frame, which is genuinely what people usually do. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can recruit people at Pilot Square, but getting them to pay 50 GP, the full price, might might Would be... Would you be willing to cover 40 gold pieces in total so that we could give them, like, 10 gold pieces off? Make a diplomacy check. Would you like an assistance? Yeah, what do you say, Eleanor? It is important to our mission. All right, yeah, go ahead, roll. And, and she's just beaming from having one, you know. <laughs> yeah. She, her happiness should be infecting. <laughs> What'd you get? Well, uh, I got a natty 19 oh my plus God. my diplomacy, which is three, so 22. Okay, so you do eight. That's a total of 18 then. 18 total from you? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I get it. It's going to be gonna be a hard sell, but listen, look, I, I've already paid you up front for the Casawana stuff. Um, I don't have the, the cash to spare right now. Um, uh, didn't we rob a I would bank like to use a hero you? point. Yeah, and I've used that to get you guys it's set up for stuff. Too late now. Mm. I've already revealed the result, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, this is a difficult check. What about what about our party pout pool? Mm-mm. We're not paying for it. <laughs> it's only 40 gold pieces. That's a lot of money. Would you refund us later on once we come back from this? Uh, we'll see if I can get hold of the funds on it, but... Uh, Where is the Duchess? For I much listen, desire to speak with her. Listen, you can't be. Tell me where's the Duchess. I for I much desire to speak with her. I can't just let you talk to the president. I mean the Duchess. Um, no. What but, if I were to be the president? No, but listen, I, I think you shouldn't have too hard a time. You may have to do some convincing to get people to pay the full fee, but you should be able to get passengers just from Pilot Square. Look, normally people have to take a long route to get to Cloud Reaver Keep because of how dangerous the mana waste can be. Uh, along certain routes, and Pharaoh was the daredevil who could always pull off the straight run from Alkenstar. So, I've got an idea. Saving time like that, I'm sure that they'll pay the fee if you can. If you might just have to convince them. Oh yeah, she'd make that run mm-hmm. like four parsecs. Yeah, this is like legally distinct Pharaoh solo. <laughs> I am going to go ask Gattleby if he wants to come, and I'm going to say that the price is eighty. No. <laughs> Good try. Plus, I don't think the lady in charge of the tavern will let me out of here anymore. 
We can sneak mm-hmm. you out. No, we wouldn't do that, guy. You probably could. I mean, we probably could, but your life would be in danger then. We don't want... But we'd be far up in the air. No, but just imagine this. We far leave. up in the air sounds like in danger. We, we leave. Slick stays here waiting. Gallaby never returns because he's dead. Slick never knows what happens. Don't that break your heart? He'd we be mine. We can't have Gallaby leave. <laughs> Slick is already my lizard. It's okay. Uh-huh. Right. Hey, Gallaby, tonight prepare some more gut buster, all right? Shut up. <laughs> no, I will all not right. be on an airship with you while you are... You could fill up your own airship. Absolutely not. <laughs> Listen... I get the feeling that people are confusing Jacob for Chester. Listen, I started calling it beans out of Gallaby. I love some beans out of Gallaby. We should probably, I don't know, go back to what? Pilot Square? All right, let's go talk to people. (laughs) Our our adventures of seeing Phoebe fail. (laughs) Uh, Worth a try. That was worth a try, yeah. I figured somebody funded by the Dutchess could, you know, pay for I mean, if I didn't roll a six. Rob the whole bank. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, it's not your fault. It's her fault. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go talk to people there at uh, Pilot Square. I'll Chester will also go. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chester will also show footage of Muglin and Sharkoza to his party and to Dunsmith. <laughs> Is it like the old silent films where you see the lip flaps and then it comes up <laughs> with captions? With the captions, yeah. <laughs> Did you have to like write in your own captions? It's just text to speech or a speech to text. Speech to text, yeah. Auto caption. It auto captions it. <laughs> so you just see Who like, is Mug Hand? Muglin's Mug. mouth moving. <laughs> just. Does, we uh, got him this time, boys. Does Phoebe have anything to say about the footage? It's, she just says, uh, well, that. A good job on that, Chester. That. I mean, that confirms what we suspected. Uh, it's Muglin Gilded Gunners working together going after Kosawana. I mean, it's just. Oh, this is a. Uh, oh, what is the legal term? Evidence? Yeah, but the kind that, like, you can't refute in court. Unpermissible. Irrefutable evidence? No, there's a funny legal word that Derek can't think of. Well, actually, on that note, like, I know he's got some of the shield marshals in his pockets, but, like, this is pretty hard evidence that he's at a crime scene planting surveillance equipment after a crime has been committed. Could this not be taken into a court? Oh, yeah, but, I mean, we're going to need more than that. We need something to get him on and then use this to support it. Plus. Hey, you know, eventually, do you want us to kill Muglin? I mean. What are I, we going to do about the mech suit? I'm pretty sure he'd be more valuable for his, uh, hmm? if we could get him alive, he'd be a little bit more valuable that way. But, uh, I mean, I know what he's done to you guys. And she just kind of like looks at all of you and says, things get pretty uh, tough in the heat of combat. You're right. Eleanor just kind of flicks her hair over her shoulder. Do what you want of Muglin. He'll leave one of the orbs with footage with Dunsmith. Okay. He'll keep the other one for himself, though. Okay. She don't care what you do, Muglin. She just wants to kill Loveless. Good talk. (laughs) Got a license to kill. (laughs) We have killed so many people already. Uh, Yeah, but we don't need a license for them. Got a license to kill the biggest, biggest bad. I, let's go to the pilot's <laughs> pair. Let's go. Let's go get some some people, some passengers. All right. Psyker's going to have like humanoids. a little a little sign being like uh, passengers going needed for Cloud Canyon or Cloud Ridge. Cloud, cloud Ridge. Reaver Keep or Bus. Cloud Reaver Keep. 
Need going passengers. to Cloud Reaver? <laughs> See us. Yeah, you go out, and so before you uh, put up your big sign looking for passengers in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm not Chester, and this is my favorite horseless dirigible in Alkenstar. <laughs> it is a horseless dirigible. Yeah. Oh um, yeah so We're be- going to bring a horse on it. But before you do that, um, when you go there in the morning, uh, Farrah's there in front of it, uh, looking cool, smoking again, because it's oh, Farrah. wow, she looks so cool. Uh she greets you, Chester. Hey, you're the other uh, one in this group. Uh, hi there, my name's Chester. Right. <laughs> Chester <laughs> Jimmy's. It's nice to meet you. Chester J- Jimmy's? Yeah. All right. That's... It's not a great last name, I know, but you know. Looks at you a little funny. All right. Well, we're going to get working on the ship. Why don't you uh, meet the crew here real quick and uh, you know, we'll get going. We still have to recruit some people, but I, I assure you that as soon as people hear uh, that the famed Farah is going to be flying again, and nevertheless to a a pretty popular destination, it'll fill up immediately. We'll still meet your crew, though. Yeah. Now, is for the lowest limit, or can there be more? I mean, like, if you want to get more, that's great, but... Uh, I... What's max capacity? Oh, that's a good question. And will you let goblins pay in trash? No, no oh. goblins. I didn't expect no, no goblins? goblins. That's a joke. Goblins are fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, oh we, she, we almost all ancestry issue with Farah. <laughs> Listen, we love goblins. We love goblins. No goblins. <laughs> oh, it's like, we well, go. let's go find someone else. <laughs> I mean, realistically, uh, oh, I actually have a stat block for this ship. Ooh, oh, oh no. Oh, no. It's got a step block. It can that be destroyed. It can be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can yeah. hold eight passengers, so you could recruit up to five because, okay. because you're a party of three. Mm-hmm. How big is the crew? I guess we're about to find out. Uh, you'll see. It, has it says passengers. One pilot and three crew. Oh, my uh, God. So it's a relatively small ship. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the mass of a blimp is just... The blimp. The blimp yeah. part. Yeah. So it's just the little thing underneath. Yeah. You want some artwork of the, the dang blimp? The dangling sack. Yeah, this is going to be an art-filled episode because we got the blimp and a bunch of other NPCs. Mm-hmm. The and we had Farrah Winslow. No, that, yeah, Farrah Winslow too, right? right? Uh, here is art of the blimp. Oh, that looks so Alkenstar. There's a little big old kiss mark on it. There uh, is. I love it. And you know what I noticed about that? There's not room on the outside of it a lot. It's going to be a tight ride. It's going to be a tight ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so there's a... Uh, do you want to like go on the blimp? Yeah, we'll check yeah. it out. I mean, we're not leaving yet. But Do you ha- you, I imagine you packed your stuff for the because you're going to leave today. But um, uh, if you want to go, like, put it in there, uh, I'll walk oh, yeah, you through. Oh yeah, drop off the, our luggage. I'll walk you through everything. But before that, let's uh, let's meet the crew. Uh, whenever you uh, get on board, you're met uh, by this um, uh, half elf uh, man. Uh, he has a like. Uh, black leather hat and like jacket on. He looks kind of like a cowboy. Uh, he has a flintlock musket slung over his back. Uh, I got some art of him. Now, this art isn't specifically from the book. It's from the Foundry module. Ooh. This is what he looks like. And he says, hey, uh, nice to meet you guys. I'm, uh, hey, I'm uh, the dapper. 
He does That's look a bad guy. He looks like if Green Arrow He's were a musketeer. He's very, very bad guy. Oh my god. Have it's you, the bad guy type of dapper. Have you a, ever you seen... You look like some kind of villain. Hey, I get that a lot, you know? So uh, I'm, a, I'm a second in charge here. Winslow's my old pal. We yep. Been, yep. Pure Mutiny evil. coming. Well, that was wrong. Why? You don't like the color black? Listen, does he got like green and purple smoke coming around him? No. Okay. What's, what's so he's it? fine. So, so say that I were a paladin, sir. Would I be? Oh, you, you shut you? up. <laughs> uh, but I'm a, my name's Dezen, Dezen Drakes. I'm a second in charge here, co-pilot. Also. Drakes? Yeah. That's a cool name. Uh, thank you. Uh, you are... Ch- Chester. Chester. Chester Jimmy's. J- that's a cool name. Uh, oh, thank you. And you are points to Psykeer. <laughs> a star test, Psykeer. Hi, my name is Lehman. Oh, uh, you. Lehman. That sounds like a reference, but good. Nice to meet you. And then uh, you, ma'am? She's going to go by Amelia. Amelia. All right. You guys better remember this because I'm not going to. You have a name. Yours is a good name. <laughs> no, it's the name that Eleanor would have been if I hadn't chosen Eleanor. There you go. I didn't have a backup name, and I'm not the tiefling right now. Lehman, I mean, it's a reference, but it's a name. Lehman. Uh, you enter here. Hi, my name is Sanguinius. <laughs> Leaving Sanguinius. Hi, my name's Warhammer. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm a, I'll, I, I don't know if I want to show the map yet, but uh, you put your stuff in the airship, and it's pretty cozy in there. Is um, this the only crew member? Uh, this is the only one you've seen so far. There's um, two more. As you, like, you see the different like booths and place to sit in the main cabin, uh, you see another person come up to you. Um, Are they going to look less evil? This guy is so pretty. But there is something about the angle of his eyebrows that immediately makes you think, wow, we're uh, going to get shot. The next guy you see, like, bumps into you, and uh, this is what he looks like. Oh. I'm in love. Oh. And he Look says, oh, how's mutton chops? Hi, my, this is a, a halfling. Um, he says, hi, my, my name's uh, my name's Lanks, but you can call me Lucky. Uh, I can take your stuff to uh, wherever you're going to be staying during the trip. Y'all the folks that got a, got a Captain Farrah up on the... Up on the ship again, ready to go? Uh, yes, over a game of darts uh, and, some, and, and some wonderful conversation. Oh, that's wonderful. And what is his job on the ship? Uh, he's the, like, uh, porter. He basically handles the cargo and comfort of everyone. Uh, and Chester, when did you see him? You swear you recognize, like, his name or something, but you can't place it. Um, Wait, what's his name again? Uh, his name's Lanks, but he goes by Lucky. You can call me Lucky. Is there any kind of check I could do? No. Hey, you, uh, you, uh, you ever been to the, uh, university? Oh, man, no, I'm uh, for book learning, no. You ever been out the farms around Alkenstar? No, you know what, uh, my grandma used to have a farm, but I ain't never, I ain't been there since I was a child. Jacob's looking at me very suspiciously. You know how sometimes you see your face and be like, I know that guy from somewhere. Oh, yeah. I just feel like okay. I know you from somewhere. I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't mean, what, what's your name? Chester. Chester. Uh, Jimmy's. Chester Jimmy's. And you are? <laughs> Lehman. Oh, nice to meet you, Lehman. And, and Amelia. Amelia. All right. Well, I'll take care of your stuff. Uh, if you want to explore the ship before we uh, go look for passengers, you know, go ahead. I'm going to. Uh, that ladder up there leads up to the, uh, the it leads up to the, the walkway in, in between the rigid envelope. Oh, anyway, nice way. to meet you. Uh, there's like a ladder that goes up. I only know one other halfling in this entire adventure path. Yeah. Is he related to Muglin? <laughs> you have no idea. What 
what's what's your last name, Lanks? Well, Lanks is my last name. Oh, what's your first? Bill. Bill Lanks? Or Lanks Bill? Bill Lanks. Bill Lanks. <laughs> Lanks Lucky Bill. <laughs> they, they just call me Lucky. Uh, but he, he takes your stuff. Um, do you want to go up the ladder? Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. Um, so there's... This is so cool. I've never been on one of these. There's two decks. We'll, I'll show these whenever we actually like, play stuff on here. Um, so you go up to the second deck. Mama um, always tell tales about traveling all these all around, get to other different parts of Manaways. Actually, you know what? I'll just go ahead and show you. This is pretty dope. Can you see now? Ooh. Oh, there we go. Oh, Damn, look at that. This looks like a cozy battle map. Yep, I can't wait to see <laughs> who dies in here. <laughs> It's like it's like booth seating at a restaurant. Yeah, so this is the it, this is the lower deck. You ever been in like the diner cart of a, a, train. a train? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. Um, and then if you go upstairs, I'll take you to the upper deck. There's a whole tavern on this boat. I want to say this looked a lot less roomy in the picture. I guess that just means that the blimp is a lot bigger yeah. than it looks. It's chug. That's got to be it. It's stylized to have like I guess everything kind of fit in one space because blimps are really long. Yeah. This is the upper deck and this will have like the different quarters where you can stay. Oh, wow. It looks like way nicer quarters than I thought we'd have. I thought it'd be so like... So this is up into the um, rigid envelope itself. You can see the outside of it a little bit. Hmm. Um, oh, boy. And it goes even further up, doesn't it? Yeah, that ladder at the back is what uh, Lucky was telling you about. Then where does that go? I'll show you. You see this? This is grand. Yeah. Oh, oh so we can go oh, up on the top way. of the thing. Are we are oh, so no. gonna fight up things here. Dang it! Oh no, we so are going here. to fight on top of a blimp in the air. How so, much is a ring of feather fall? So here at this part, you're Hang actually on. not um, seeing outside. You're in the middle of the blimp, basically. There's, you can see the different. You go up past the upper deck through the ladder, and you can see like the actual envelopes full of gas. You're like, the catwalk goes down the middle of it. Um, and can you see the rooms uh, inside that's them? That's so cool. The rooms? Rooms. Oh, rooms, yes. You can see? Okay. Uh, yeah, you see, I, I already have everything revealed because I wasn't going to do all the exploration stuff because you're going to explore it anyway. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, there's two different doors, uh, and you hear yelling coming from one of them. Uh, Chester will knock on the door. A goblin. A goblin oh. is another crew member. Is that David Chop? Where are you? Uh, hi. No, we're passengers. Uh, opening the door. Oh, feed me. Give me the image of this man. You see uh, in here two goblins. Oh, my God, <gasps> yes. Wait. There's two I of felt, them. I, I thought there was D- Winslow and then three other pe- workers. Yeah, this apparently has an extra crew member. They're two small creatures. You see two goblins. Uh, <laughs> two goblins they equal usually one stack up humanoid. on top of one another. Oh, yeah. Are you new? Our passengers. Oh, I'm Nobby. That's Gavin. Uh, Chester Jimmy's. Nobby and Gavin. Uh, Nobby, I got artwork of them as well. Here we go. You said Nobby and what? Gavin. Gavin. Here's Nobby and Gavin. Uh, Nobby is the blue one. Gavin is the green one. Uh, Gebbin is like traditional goblin to me. What is their job? Yeah, they. Oh, we work on the engines and shit. Ah. Uh, Someone's got to keep this ship running. Mechanics. Yeah. Oh, man. Nelby, I hope you don't mind me saying, but you have beautiful eyes. <laughs> well, thank you. 
I know it's wrong. I know it's horrible. I feel a lot less safe on this ship now. <laughs> Goblins have a penchant for blowing things up. It's in their nature. That's racist. It really is. <laughs> oh, you know what, my though? God. Goblins fine. also have a penchant for making things work out of things that shouldn't I mean, work. You absolutely. So, so like, honestly, if, they'd be the best If Winslow ones. trusts them. Winslow knows what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, the it goes up one more level if you want to go up further. Yes, please. If it'll if you'll let us. Okay. Let's we go. haven't been told any places off limits, have we? No. You okay. Explicitly lit. Uh, is, Lucky told you you could explore if you wanted this to. This is so long in comparison to the artwork. Yeah. I oh, love yeah. it. Uh, the artwork is more stylized. Yeah. Uh, up, all right. So up. 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 Here you go. You go up one more and you get up into the open air. <gasps> oh, oh, we are going to find out here. Goodness. It's an oh. observation deck. Are those crossbows? Yeah, those are ballista. Oh. I don't want to do this anymore. I am yeah, so excited. Y'all don't even know. We're going to be assaulted by something that flies. Do you know how hard it is to stay on topic? This is like me living out one of my favorite, one of my top five favorite novels of all uh, time. This oh. is like me living out one of my worst fears. <laughs> one of my favorite novels of all time Listen. is in an alternate universe where there's no planes and so airships are the primary form of transportation. Yeah. And it's about a kid who lives on an airship. Oh. I don't... Listen, and I want to, I want to be that kid. I'm like I am here. We've I would be seen, terrified in real life. We've oh. seen the artwork. We know one thing at least we're going to be fighting. Harpies. I swear if a harpy yeets me off of the side of this airship, I will be a little upset. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> Just, ah. Uh but yeah, I I uh, I figured I'd show you all this uh, real quick get you familiar before you start uh, recruiting passengers. Um but yeah, that that's the that's the second kiss. Psychir is going to lay their hands on, um, like, the railing and just try to connect with this huge piece of machinery for just a moment, trying to see if maybe some remnant bit of uh, the Harpy's Kiss has settled in to serve, uh, to serve its friend once more. Uh, it's hard to tell. I mean, it's a big ship. Um, I feel like if there was some sort of soul-imparting thing going on, it'd be hard to pick up. Uh, whenever things are going normal like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you guys go all the way up to this. This is the observation deck. Uh, what do you want to do now? We'll go start recruiting. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're geeking um, out about how cool the ship is. I've I'll been, lead this. I've been excited about this book for a while. <laughs> well, I saw how many maps there were oh, for this. Oh, did we see where the horses were attached? Uh, oh, yeah. no, this is horseless. It's this on is the a, blades. This is one of the newer ones, the horseless storage. Okay. okay. But how much horsepower? Uh, but the, the, guy oh. part nec- the guy part next to you does have a horse-drawn one. Uh, good old classic right there. And it takes off. <laughs> 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 after, about, after about 20 feet, the horse just goes. <laughs> <laughs> like playing Minecraft. Please, I'm playing Minecraft. Yeah. Please no no animals were harmed in making up this podcast. Listen, we've harmed animals on this podcast. No the, real animals were harmed animals. in making up this podcast. The no, guy, the only animals that got hurt are us. The, the guy next to him is just some guy in a hot rod a horse-drawn dirigible. He's got like tight leather chaps. Does the horse a have big, sunglasses? He has a big white beard with like pilot's goggles and there's like horses like all in front of a, a sleigh with a little blimp above it. <laughs> 
It's Santa and Claus. Him. <laughs> <laughs> no. We need to fan. Stop it. We Let's get some passengers, yo. For this newfangled okay. horseless technology. I'm, gonna, I'm going to go and start to uh, hold up the sign. I'm, I'm going to, to strike up conversations being like, oh, where are you headed? Uh, yeah, so out in front of it, you basically have like a little table. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like... Uh, Lucky and Dezen are still like moving fuel and cargo and stuff onto it, so they're just leaving it to you. Um, and it's again, it's like Firefly, where it's like there's all these different ships looking to take passengers, and you have a big uh, Cloud Reaver keep nonstop. And uh, the first group of people that come up to you are the goblins. Uh, you see two half elven, um, uh, like people a couple, come up. yeah. I, got, I actually got art of these too. I got so much fucking art. I'm, I'm so, so glad. I love seeing. I love seeing the the Pathfinder Second Edition art. You see two guys. One of them has like a big. They're both dressed in green. One of them has like a big hat, and the other one has like robes on. Is what green. they look like. We're both in green. Yeah. I don't trust them. Uh, and the guy with the hat. Oh, oh no! I do. I love the. The guy comes up with a head like, uh, greetings, uh, we're, uh, 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 we're about Finn and Brim, uh, Galen, uh, we're looking for a passage to Cloud Reaver Keep if you have, uh, nonstop, you say. And, uh, Brim, the guy in the robes with, like, the little, uh, ornament just across his arms and nods. Oh, what, what's, uh, taking you two to there? Cloud Reaver Keep. Uh, he points to a cart, like, a uh, hand cart he's been pointing with a merchandise, eh? What, what's your sale? Stuff. Black? We, uh, we do have to know just a little bit, just in case it's uh, flammable. You know, can't have anything that goes boom on something full of gas. Or, you know, illegal. Ah, uh, you guys. Uh, we're, uh, okay, so we, we're merchants, but uh, we're going on a vacation. Okay. And our, we oh. want to go out of Cloud River Keep and head out to Absalom. Uh, but I'll, you guys I'll, are going there nonstop, eh? I heard Absalom's nice this year. Uh, this time of year. Brim, the guy with the robes, nods. But we still gotta know what you're selling. Oh, no, we're not selling anything. Oh, selling. okay. Can I roll, like, some sort of check? There's a sense motive Insi- check. No, insights. d and played that too uh, soon. It's perception to uh, understand motives in this one. I'll okay. Roll. Sure. 25. I love Big Red. 29. <laughs> 23. I rolled a natural 20. Uh, yeah, you all know that they're Oh, married. a natural 20? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you all know that they're married. I had a feeling they were together. They and had, the, like, rings on. And they don't, there's, like, no ulterior motive here? Nah, it's just, uh, it's an excuse, you know, like, oh, we're just gonna go, we're just gonna go on vacation, grab a few things, maybe some here, but, like, mostly go on vacation to Absalom. Well, that sounds delightful. Sounds like perfect passengers. And sometimes that- the Absalonians are really interested in Clockworks, Malkin Star. They think it's all super neat. You I- just sell them a little knickknack from the gift shop, and they'll be having their minds blown. I mean, you're right, it ain't much around here, but I bet other people don't get much of it, do they? Uh, it depends on people's, because Clockwork's big in Absalom, too, but, you know, it's all different here than it is up there. Chester will look at these, that is friends. I, I seem all right to me. Now, how much are you asking for this? Uh, 50 gold. 50 gold. Uh, make a diplomacy check someone to bargain with them. I'll do it. I'll do it. 50 gold apiece for nonstop straight passage. I'm in love with them. Natural 20, 31. Oh! 31? Mm-hmm. Like, hot dog, that's a deal. And he pays <laughs> you 50 gold. And what were their names again? Uh, Brent, Finn, Finn and, and Brim. Brim. Finn I... and Brim. That's two passengers. Uh-huh. I like the one with a, the hat with a feather. As a, as the one with the hat and the feather, which I think is Finn, mm-hmm. uh, passes me by. I'm going to ask, uh, 
So is, um, is your partner a, a magic user? Oh, Brim? Oh, he does a little bit of spellcasting, but man, he's, he, you should see him negotiate our deals whenever we're uh, working in the shop. Incredible, Brim nods. That is a sorcerer. I'm guessing he's a man of I few words. I feel the presence of your charisma standing right here. He winks at you. Oh, thank you. Uh, you two have fun in Absalom. Uh, our ship's over there. If you want to go talk to the crew, they're a hoot. I and love them. piloted by Farrah Winslow. And listen, if uh, if you know where Lynx is from, you let me know. What? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you Jacob, know what? Maybe you should ask Farrah. Have you considered oh, yeah. that where did that's she that find random them? piece of information that you got that you didn't know about that he said you wouldn't give it until later? Don't worry about it. I'll tell you. I feel like you'd tell me. <laughs> I feel Just like saying. Li- I th- that was two natural 20s in a row. That's nice. Beautiful. I wish I could roll a natural 20. Oh, my God. You did for plants. I just rolled a one. Oh my, oh god. my god! Okay. Anyway, let's 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 meet the next two. All right. Uh, yeah. You hold up. And you do the whole like them. yelling and everything to get people's attention. The next group of people that come up to you. I want to be their funky little third. <laughs> Please tell me they're furries. Uh, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> anyway. You were saying? Uh, you see coming up next, uh, kind of moving through the crowd and like spotting the ship directly, uh, is a, a guy and a lady uh, going together. They look like they're carrying cargo boxes. Uh, one of them has like a leather jacket, crossbow bolt draped across his back. Here, let me uh, show you some artwork for them. Ooh, art, I love art, the amount art. of artwork, and I love uh, that this guy is in green. Uh, uh, God. We got a lot of I Robin Hood types with green. us I love this time. Brim. I love green. Brim um, has so much uh, like ooh. almost bard energy. Uh, and you look at them come up. Uh, the guy uh, introduces himself. Hey, hey uh, I'm uh, Aaron Bridges, and this is a. Uh, uh, this is my uh, merchant partner, uh, uh, and she introduces greetings. I'm a Asteri Weiston. Uh, we're looking to get passage to a Crawl Reaver Keep. I got some uh, alchemical goods to sell. And Chester, you're thinking about, oh, okay, cool, another two. This will be easy peasy. And then you immediately recognize you saw both of these people leaving the Gilded Gunners HQ for a fact, dressed different than this. Hmm. That's your critical were success. Were they dressed as oh. Gilded Gunners? Well, we'll find out. Next week. Don't, no! Oh, what a way to end it! I gotta give oh, you that one. You made Jacob, Jacob mad. Making. So angry at me. Hey, hey, that was really good information that you got. That was really. Yes, yeah. it is. Ha ha! Uh, GG. Get back to the second kiss next week. Mwah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of the podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfi, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfi Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.